Hi everyone and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Dr. Nafis Alam and our topic today will be solitude. The differences between being alone and being lonely. Now, unlike the topics of love and online dating and companionship and things like that, uh, where I've where I've gotten several responses uh, to my previous podcast saying, I don't really know if you're qualified to speak on these matters because of a lack of experiential knowledge on, you know, love and online dating and so on and so forth. Um, you know, I laughed at that a little bit. Uh, however, this topic, solitude, is a topic that I have a great deal of experiential knowledge in, and uh, I will say that uh, that I'm qualified to speak upon in regards to uh, the experiences that I've had. Um, for better or for worse, in many ways, uh, choices that were made on behalf of me as opposed to by me, um, I've, uh, I've experienced much of life alone, uh, without a significant other, in many cases without friends around me, um, in most cases without family around me. That's not to say that I don't have friends and family. It's to say that many of the experiences that I've had um, have been in uh, circumstances and, and situations where I've experienced things alone. I've taken a lot of, most of the vacations that I've taken in my life have been alone, which is kind of weird uh, when I tell people that. Um, many of the, like, for example, I moved to Boise, Idaho by myself. No family uh, came with me. No friends came with me. Um, moved several thousand miles across the United States um, all on my own. And, uh, you know, just in general, um, you know, the things that I do, uh, the plan, the plans that I have moving forward even, um, uh, they don't really involve uh, much in the way of another person, at least not from a significant other standpoint. And for the purposes of this podcast episode today, we will talk about solitude uh, from the point of view of relationships, right? Um, because generally speaking, people who enjoy solitude, it's not uh, isolation necessarily from friends and family. Rather, it's uh, supposedly uh, freedom from a, from a relationship, let's say, a significant other relationship. So what are the pros and cons there? You know, in true empowering the opposition form, you know, we'll talk about uh, the negatives of solitude um, and then, of course, the positives of solitude. So if we can get started with the negatives, when when you choose to live life or choices are made for you to live life primarily alone by yourself, like that lone ranger mentality, um, you might not have the social network that may be reliable enough where you can reach out to someone and say, hey, my car broke down, I need a ride to such and such place. Um, hey, I'm not feeling too well, can you bring me some soup, you know? Um, you know, if you're if you're that Lone Ranger type, you might not have someone that you can call up um, to have you know these favors done for you. You might also just need someone to talk to, and you might not have that kind of person. Um, specifically, from a significant other standpoint, you may not be able to you know uh, gain entry into certain places where it's required or expected that you, you you're there with your significant other or boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. Um, you know, some sexual experiences, of course, you're going to be missing out on, um, you know, having that Lone Ranger mentality, living life alone. Um, And, uh, you know, there are many cons, uh, uh, many negative elements of 
enjoying that life of solitude because it's not it's not all fun and games it's not all just you know freedom and independence um in many ways solitude can feel like a burden because you feel awkward many times and sometimes some of the vacations that i've gone uh, on like the expectation will be or like the some of the questions that i'll be asked like well where's your girlfriend where's your wife i'm like i'm here alone well you're not here with a friend no i'm here alone and sometimes it like makes people like get weirded out i suppose because they don't quite understand why or how i'm on vacation by myself and how i'm enjoying myself but you know sometimes it's the burden of having to explain yourself if you choose to uh, that uh, that you have, and and you know those are all, uh, well, you know some of the cons, uh, some of the negatives to to enjoying a life uh, of solitude. On the pro side, however, on the positive side of solitude, you do have that independence. Of course, you're not relying on anybody else's schedule or anybody else's approval to do whatever it is that you want to do. Sometimes I will wake up at five, six o'clock in the morning. And I'll just go for a drive, and then I'll come back, and then I'll go back to sleep at 8, 9 o'clock, sleep until 10 o'clock, you know, take a little nap, I suppose that's what it would be called, and get up and just start my day. Essentially, I'm on my own schedule, and that is something that is, is very enjoyable because there is no no need for accountability to anybody else. I don't have to explain my decisions or my uh, behaviors or tendencies to anybody else. I don't have to fit with anybody else and nobody else has to fit with me and there's a certain freedom there a certain independence there knowing that you know you can just live your life the way that you want to live your life that particular day week month year whatever it is without the burden of having to explain yourself or having to have a certain level of accountability you don't have to text someone and say well this is where i am or this is where i'm going and I'll be back home at X o'clock or, you know, I'm, I want to go hang out with uh, my friends during, you know, the month of Y or whatever it might be. You just, you just live your life in that kind of way. Um, in addition to that, it gives me the opportunity uh, in solitude to focus on things that I want to focus on at the time. You know, uh, when I was getting my doctorate degree, I was just completely focused on my education with no outside distractions. That's not to say that a significant other or, you know, family and friends are distractions. It's just, you know, relative to what it is that you're trying to get done. They may be considered distractions, wonderful distractions, mind you, but distractions nevertheless. And, um, you know, I was able to get my education done when it comes to sports, uh, when it comes to working out, when it comes to you know, the goals that I have with, whether you know, even with this podcast or YouTube channel and, um, you know, things like that, I can be so razor focused on my goals and what I want to get done um, that it's more likely for someone like myself to be able to, you know, block out all of the distractions and get done whatever it is that I need to get done because it's just me, that solitude, that Lone Ranger mentality where I don't have anyone to be accountable to, I don't have anyone to answer to, and thus I can be as successful or not successful as I choose to be. Um, this might also be on the other side of the argument, is that if, if I fail at something, if I'm not able to achieve something, then I have no one else to blame but myself. So that could be considered a pro or a con, depending on how you're looking at it. 
but you know with solitude um you know there is a significant difference between being alone and being lonely and when you're lonely you long to have companionship and you're not comfortable being alone and being alone means that you may be lonely potentially but you don't necessarily have to be um the question that i tend often to ask other people is that if if I enjoy spending time with you and you're a wonderful person, why should other people only get to experience how amazing you are? Why are you not able or are you not allowing yourself to spend time with yourself? Take yourself out to dinner. That's another thing that I do quite often is that I'll just go out to dinner by myself. I'll go out, you know, downtown by myself. And I'll sit by myself. I'll have dinner at a fancy restaurant by myself. Couples and families and friends all around. And there I am just, you know, eating dinner by myself. And I've gotten a couple of looks here and there. Like, did your date not show up or something like that? You know, people are always very nice about that. They're just, you know, considerate and thoughtful and, and you know, feeling sorry for me. It's not, it's that I didn't have a date to begin with. I'm just, you know, I am my own date. And as I'm having dinner, sometimes I'll watch TV, and if there's no TV there, and it's a really fancy restaurant, I just sit there and think to myself, and you know, and just and just think about whatever it is that I want to think about. Last time I took myself out to dinner, um, just by myself, it was a place where there was a very little, small crowd, and uh, I just thought about you know physics and. Uh, just random things, a little bit about, like, for some reason I was thinking about golf as well, and, you know, you just let your mind wander, and, you know, you don't want to be afraid to spend time with yourself. You're a wonderful person as it is. Why should other people have access to your time, but, you know, you don't get a chance to give yourself that time, let yourself experience how amazing you are um, and how engaging you might be. So, you know, having these kinds of conversations with myself and, you know, being able to wake up whenever I want to wake up and do whatever it is that I want to do. Um, you can make an argument that, uh, that because I have been from a significant other, uh, standpoint, I have been essentially alone, um, for a greater part of a decade now, it may be nearly impossible for me to transition into a lifestyle where I have a girlfriend or, you know, if that grows into being a wife, let's say, because, like, how much am I giving up when it comes to solitude and independence and freedom? Um, it's not that I, you know, want to sleep around or anything like that. That's not the point. It's just the freedom of being able to do whatever it is that I, that I want to do. And often people think that that means that, you know, you want to, you want to sleep around. That's not what I'm talking about at all. Some days I just, I I want complete silence. I don't want to hear anything at home. And I just want to focus on whatever it is that I want to get done. Sometimes I'll sit on my balcony and just put my feet up and and just enjoy the silence. Or sometimes, you know, I'll just do random things. I'll play video games every now and then. Um, It could very well be that after so many years of initially um, feeling lonely, and that that is genuinely how I felt at the start, just, you know, felt like I, I I was incomplete just by myself, that feeling of loneliness slowly turned into the feeling of enjoying solitude to the point where now I suppose uh, an argument could be made that I sabotage a lot of relationships, not in a, in a sneaky kind of way, but like I'll, 
I'll choose not to continue forth with a relationship because of the value I find in solitude um, and relative to the value I would find in, in anyone else's company. And that's not to be rude toward anybody. Um, it's just that like this, what solitude has brought to me is so much independence and so much enjoyment uh, out of life that it may be that uh, that while in the early years of solitude I was feeling lonely and I couldn't wait to get back into a relationship or find someone to spend time with, now it may be that I can't wait to not do any of that and just uh, enjoy the rest of my life in a in in this degree of solitude. Should also mention that for me, it's not it's not about just you know, completely isolating myself, nor is that what solitude means. It just means that you're putting yourself first and, um, and you know, you are complete the way that you are. So there are plenty of pros and cons to, to, to solitude. And just the importance of understanding that, you know, you have to assess yourself and where your own values are. And um, you may be of the mindset that, you know, you you enjoy spending time with other people, and particularly significant others, so much that you prefer companionship in that significant other standpoint. Or you might be of the mindset that you know life is great the way that it is right now without a significant other. Why change anything? Um, why add something that may end up um, being a subtraction? Uh, essentially, um, is the way that uh, that it could be put. But individual values, of course, will differ, and there's no one way to live life. And obviously, that's the idea around empowering the opposition, is to weigh these different viewpoints. And here today, hopefully, I've done a good job of covering um, you know, the, the pros and the cons. The cons are fairly obvious, but the pros and cons of solitude and you know what it may mean for, for each individual person as to whether or not they'd like to pursue it or um, stay, stay far away from it. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Alam, and this has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time. <laughs>